Sport on RTE Radio 1. Darren Frahill is with us again. Darren, you're going to dive straight into the swimming news. Oh, I like what you've done there. Yeah, Lovely little dovetail. <laughs> Did you stay up all night thinking about all that All night. <laughs> A second goal. <laughs> Well, Daniel Whiffen certainly did that, didn't he, uh, yesterday? What a wonderful performance. A second gold medal at the World Aquatics Championships in Doha. Yesterday, he became he, he, he came first in the 1500 metres freestyle final. And of course, that follows up his win in the 800 on Thursday. And you know what, Keane? The nature of this performance, it's not just the gold, like that's impressive, but the nature of, of what he did there was so impressive. He just blew the field away. At one stage, he was on track to break the world record. He was so far ahead of the, the rest of them. And I, I think for him probably to have broken it, he probably needed a bit more pressure on him. In the end, he had to settle for a, an Irish record, which wasn't too bad, but at 14 minutes, 34.07 seconds, pure class and still only 22. And Paris is on the horizon. We're, we're not getting too excited at all, are we? No, no. Um, if that wasn't good enough, the last night then he was named the male swimmer of the finals. Unfortunately, he couldn't talk to us live this morning. He was upright nearly and on the long trek home from Doha. But he did reflect on his achievements before he left. Yeah, amazing. I mean, uh, to come to this meet with, uh, I mean, expectations of maybe just meddling for Ireland, being the first ever, and then coming away with two gold medals and a PB, it's just it's just so good. I mean, my goal wasn't to base it off other people. It was to really just base it on myself and what I've done in training. And I mean, uh, my, I just wanted to go out how easy and then uh, just stick at the pace. And that's what we did. And it worked out again for another swim. 0.9 PB, I'm just happy with that. And then um, the world record being so close, you know, everybody always wants a world record. I got one short course. I'd love to get one long course. And I mean, I've got a long time left swimming, so I'm sure I'll hit it at some stage. But today wasn't the day, but I'm still happy because I got two goals and a PB at this meet. I mean, here it's basically the same schedule as the Olympics for me. And uh, I had the new event on the 400 freestyle. I made the, the final on that. And then just uh, my goal is to keep progressing. And obviously, I progressed my time. I'm so happy because in Fukuoka, I was a bit off my PB. And to come into this World Champs and really push it on in February, you know, not many people go in 14.34 in February. And I'm just happy it's, I'm one of them. Yeah, well done to Daniel. Mona McSharry finished eighth in the 50 metre breaststroke final. That was her third final of these championships. Ireland's 4 by 100 men's medley relay team. They competed in a first ever world final. They finished seventh there. And the women's relay team confirmed their place at the 2024 Olympic Games. Well done to one and all there. Just one game yesterday in Division 1 of the Alliance Football League. Galway picked up a big win against Tyrone. I know it's only round three, but that result leaves Tyrone fighting a relegation battle at this early stage. Meath came from behind to beat Louth in Division 2. I was at this game myself. Did you enjoy Narvin? I, I, I absolutely love going to games there, believe it or not. Hey. I, stuff at the end I have no idea how loud lost that game uh, they, they were outstanding for about whatever 45 47 minutes and then they just stopped it they didn't score for 30 minutes and then they almost robbed it at the end and then they almost robbed it at the end I'd, careful with the word rob no, now but, no uh, judicious use but, of the but, word. but uh, uh, certainly a, a great contest Mead big win for them as well uh, elsewhere Armagh comfortable winners against Kildare they continue to struggle in Division 3 wins for Down Sligo Clare and Westmead and Division 4 Leitrim overcame Wexford while London and Tipperary drew in Division 1 of the Little Ladies Football League wins for Waterford, Dublin and Armagh Armagh topped the table very impressive against Meath and the All-Ireland champions Dublin left it late against Galway but somehow they dug deep and got over the line but Can only just back. well she is back and she spoke to Rob Catterson afterwards 
Uh, yeah, but I don't know if uh, games like that are good for my heart. Um, yeah, look, we pulled out of the bag in the end. Um, it's probably a tough one on Galway, but, you know, a valuable couple of points for us. Were Galway maybe better than you anticipated? Oh, jeez, we'd never underestimate any side. We knew they had really good players. They came out of the blocks quite strong. We got a bit of a stranglehold in the game, but, you know, they really put it up to us in the second half and, and deservedly led uh, for most of the game. But, you know, that's what we've worked on all year is to be able to put in performances when we really need it in these clutch moments. And a lot of these young girls who came on stepped up. You were three points down with seven minutes to play. You got five of the last six. It's qualities like that you're going to need going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Games don't always go the way that you want them to. And for us, going in at halftime, we weren't really happy with our performance at all. Same goal as last year, but uh, we have a lot of work to put in. And we, we know now that we're being hunted uh, and we have to you know work even harder than we did last year. Yeah, great to see her back. And she certainly made all the difference yesterday in soccer news. A story, a big story brewing, possibly about the, the next Irish men's soccer manager in a oh. lot of the newspapers this morning. Uh, we'd heard it was going to be Lee Carsley or maybe Neil Lennon, but a new name has been added to the list. Chris Coleman. Was always Wales part manager. of the mix, but not considered one of the favourites. Would that be uh, fair? Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm quoting a, a line from one of the newspapers this morning. A strong contender for the Irish job. So um, there you go. It's taken a very long time. Yeah. They, they ideally need to have somebody in place for those friendlies against Belgium. Well, Neil Lennon things. over the weekend on Premier Sports said he expects it to be done and dusted, whatever happens in the next day or two. So big week for the FEI uh, pathway programme being launched tomorrow and, of course, uh, an Oireachtas appearance later in the week. So uh, we're going to hear a lot more about it during the week, I do think. The women's team are gathering in Florence today ahead of their friendly against Italy this week. Denise O'Sullivan, Tyler Tolan, they've been ruled out with injury. Piemont's Erin McLaughlin and Jess Fitzgerald have been called up. Jess is only 17. First call up for her. They play Italy on Friday and then they're home to Wales next Tuesday. In the Premier League, Manchester United beat Luton 2-1. Brighton, 5-0 winners against Sheffield United. Great day of action at the 123.ie National Senior Indoor Championships. Carl Doyle held off Nick Riggs to win the 1500 metres race by an absolute whisker. Carla Sweeney won the women's race. The 60 metre sprints won by Israel Olatunde and Molly Scott. The 800 races went to Louise Shanahan and Keane McPhillips. Charlene Malsley and Killian Green won the 400 metre titles but let's listen back to the 1500 meter race this is a bit of a treat this morning as uh, Carl and Nick threw themselves at the finish line I think this is up there as one of the most exciting finishes ever at a national finals Greg Allen called them home on Sunday Sport yesterday Briggs comes up on Doyle's outside but Doyle is strong but here comes Briggs it's neck and neck and they both fall across the line Oh, it looks as though Carl Doyle might have just fallen first. An absolutely astonishing, ridiculous, mad finish to this man's 1,500 metres. They are both helping each other up onto the track. And Doyle has got it by four one-hundredths of a second. And typical of the sportsmanship, Griggs goes across to Doyle and puts Doyle's hand up in the air like you would in a boxing fight. That was Incredible. Did you ever envisage a finish like that? Both of you diving across the line and synchronized diving in no, the- I kinda knew I kinda knew I was like I was cover- I, I I didn't know how much of a gap I had because you can't see it on the screen and then I didn't want to look back so but then I feel I could just I just got the sense of it at the corner of my eye and I was like I'm tying up a little bit here so and I'm glad I got to the line in the end anyway. It was a deliberate a deliberate dive, it wasn't a stumble. Yeah, I think well I, I know he dived as well, but I I don't think he could have nipped me if I didn't do the dive so but it was well worth it in the end. So what's it feel like to finish a race that way and to win that way? It's so dramatic. Yeah, no, it's great. I think I, I like 
uh, that's not the first time that I've had a dramatic race, so I'd like to think that you know when uh, when I'm on the line, it's going to be a good race, going to be an exciting race. So I'm probably getting a bit of a name for that. So that's why I like so. Yeah, I have to say my favourite thing about that moment was not just the finish, but it was the way Nick and Carl helped each other up off the ground at the end and then Nick holding Carl's hand uh, above his head. Brilliant stuff. And Greg's excitement. He might have had to join them for the warm down after all that was over. Uh, Darren, thank you.